I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy E from It's Too Real. We back for another episode. You know what I mean? It's a blessing to be here. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. I hope y'all doing well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here with me. And um, yeah, man. You know, I always start out with the weather. Um, the weather in Toronto right now is definitely pump faking. It's I can't even explain it. Yesterday, I think it was sunny as two days ago it was sunny as hell. I was literally tweeting about, oh, it's going to be an early, early winter. Winter's going to be done early. Like, because I think it was usually, you know, in the winter, it gets real dark at night. I think it was like seven o'clock and it, the skies were still blue. I was like, whoa, is this what's happening? Then the next day, here comes a whole bunch of snow falling from the sky. And here we are, you know what I mean? It's cold as hell outside. And yeah, we're about to be in February. So hopefully we can all make it to February, you know, and achieve our goals for that month. But it is what it is, man. Um, speaking of a month, it'll be a almost a, it'll be a month almost since I've been a vegetarian, and I can't tell you guys um, a lie, man. Every day, every day I I think about quitting. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been a miserable, miserable month, man. I've been eating, like, I've ate, for the whole month, I think I've ate, like, five things. You know what I mean? I don't know how these guys do it. I've ran out of all the vegetarian options. I tried all the shit. The tofu, the tempeh, the lentils. I can't do it. It's trash, man. So, the only way I'm surviving off protein right now is off of, um, fuck it, whey powder and cashew nuts, man. Like, I'm eating cashew nuts like nothing. It's, it's bad out here, man. I don't know how y'all do it. Shout out to all the vegetarians. Vegans, man, because I'm literally going miserable. I, I'm you go on your Instagram and all you see is these guys doing all this cooking. You know what I mean? Making burgers, making chicken, and you're like, damn, I just want that. You know what I mean? But one thing I know is I don't think I'm gonna be doing this for life. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm just doing it for now, get my body right as far as like you know, clean it out. Because I just, as much as I want to go back to the chicken and stuff, I just can't see myself cutting it again. You know what I mean? Like. Going through all those veins and tendons was such a, was such a like it made me not want to eat. Even though I finished cutting it, I'm like, I don't want to eat this food. It's mad blood in here and shit. So it's been hard, man. I can't tell you no lie. Like I miss burgers, I miss all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, man. I probably I'm probably gonna give up soon. I'm just putting it out there. You know what I mean? Don't 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 judge me. Um, yeah, man. Um, it's almost February. Um, 2018. So I hope we've all got our, you know, I mean, got this month of January under control, and you know, and we're on the right path. I mean, we're on the right track, setting our goals and whatever you can you plan for this 2018, man. Cause we we ain't got time to waste. That's one thing we all need to know that life's precious, and it can be taken from you at any given time, any given moment. So show love, and do what you need to do, and enjoy this this beautiful world. You know what I mean? But um, let's get into the shit. Uh, as we all know, you know, the Grammys passed, and 
Yeah, man. You know, I don't watch the Grammys. I don't watch any award shows, to be honest. They're just not my forte, especially when it's not all hip-hop, when I got to watch country singers, rock bands, and all that other shit that I don't care about. It just makes it even more annoying. But I'm not going to act like the Grammys isn't something. You know what I mean? It's like it's not the biggest award show and most prestigious award show because we've made it that. You know what I mean? Because hip-hop is placed there... Um, what word should I use? Place their faith in the Grammys, and you know, like, oh, we, we they want to be acknowledged by um by mainstream media and by the big dogs, the, like you know, Rolling Stone. They they care about the Grammys. All the other people, all these other Billboard, they care about the Grammys. You know, the BT Awards and MTV Awards is cool and shit, but it's it's about Grammys. That means you're you're recognized on the world platform. This is like you know, I mean, they're the board. For, and the bar for success as far as music, you know what I mean? So getting a Grammy is something that you, people, especially in hip-hop, people, not many people have it. So you you, you want you want that prestigious award so you can be, you know what I mean, amongst such a slim company, you know what I mean? But damn, so hip-hop got played at the Grammys, you know. There's always snubs at award shows. It's always going to be like that, you know what I mean? Um, there, was, there was a lot of snubs even as far as nominations, you know, um, it's going back to the nominations for Song of the Year. As far um, French Montana, Sway Lee, Unforgettable wasn't there. That was one of the biggest records in the world. You know what I mean? So I don't know how these things are 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 made. You know what I mean? Because end of the day, I'm only listening to hip hop and I guess R and B and maybe some pop songs that just kind of like cross over and they just make their way into the culture. You know, but. It's 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 it's, it's kind of weird because you know I, you really gotta feel hip hop's the biggest culture. Like a song like Unforgettable and Bodak Yellow, they were playing on all types of stations. I was hearing Bodak Yellow at at um LA Fitness when I was at the gym. Like I don't know what station they be listening to because the station they be listening to be playing some next type of songs. You know what I mean? So you gotta you gotta really wonder how they feel about hip hop. But let's let's just go you know through the list a couple of a couple of nominations um. Album of the year, um, Bruno Mars got that for 24K Magic. I can't tell you if he should have won this or not, you know what I mean? But I did hear great reviews about the album, I can say that much. Um, I even heard blasphemous statements from the girl on The View. I'm not sure which one. It wasn't Adrian Barlone, like, but one of those girls on The View was literally saying he's our Mike, Michael Jackson. And then everybody was just like, whoa, you're bugging, you know what I mean? But I guess it was that good that it made her say something like that. So I can't really argue there, but he was up against Childish Gambino. Uh, his album was called "Awaken My Love." I don't, I'm not too sure what that is. I don't even know if Childish Gambino raps or what he does. But Jay Z, 444, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, and Lord Melodrama. So I only listened to two albums there, so I can't really tell you. But you know, what I mean, we're just gonna go through it. So then, record of the year um, was Redbone, Childish Gambino. Um, Despacito, you know that Despacito. Everybody knows that song. Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. Story OJ by Jay Z and Humble Kendrick Lamar. And even in that particular, it's like yo, to keep it real, that's why the Grammys is like it's not it's not the they're not really if if these two songs are the songs that are representing um. Hip hop for record of the year at the Grammys. I feel like okay, maybe humble. You could you could put humble there, 
But Story of OJ, as much as it was a big song, I was I think Bodak Yellow would have been more of a record of the year or Unforgettable should have been record of the year. But they know that, yo, it's Jigga. You know what I mean? So we got to get Jay in the building. And it was a different type of song. The record was a big song. You know, the video he did too, even though it's not part of, it's not video of the year. But that record and the video was like real statements about, you know, the Trump shit and how they feel about it. So it was a really big record. You know what I mean? So I can hear that. But I don't think it had the impact to be in the record of the year um, nominations because that should have been like a Bodak Yellow or Unforgettable, to be honest. But yo, here's where like people really felt that shit got wrong, you know what I mean? Um, this is where I saw Twitter protesting. I seen girls getting upset. I seen I seen people getting upset because the best new artist, basically, and it was bittersweet. It was really bittersweet because I'm not mad because the best new artist, Alicia Alicia Cara won it, you know what I mean? And obviously why I say it's bittersweet is because she's from Brampton. She's from Canada. So it doesn't hurt, you know what I mean? Like, shout out to her, you know, I'm happy for her. And I wish her more success. You know what I mean? She's putting out for the B, which is great. But this is where everybody had a problem with it because she was up, she was in the, the runnings with um SZA, Lil Uzi Vert, and Khaled. And here's the thing now. People are saying Alicia Carroll's album dropped in 2015. You know what I mean? That's what they're trying to say. Oh, so she shouldn't have won it as best new artist because she's not new. Okay. But then every, there's also the argument that SZA... Um, that SZA has been an artist since 2012. A lot of people say she's been out here making songs and recording. Just This is just her first project. So it was a lot of like, oh, you don't deserve this, you don't deserve this. And then, then people are like, yo, should have went to Khaled. You know what I mean? But I guess Khaled's not as big as he should be. So I, he couldn't have got it. And then Uzi Vert's really big, but will you really think the Grammys is about to set an Uzi Vert up there and, to win the award? That's why it's just like, all right, SZA should have really got it because her album was that impactful. You know what I mean? And it's like, the way it's kind of messed up because, all right, you would think that, all right, so I'm inviting you, I'm nominating you for all these things. All right, you're not going to give me this one, so you're going to get me back on the next one. You know what I mean? So you're thinking, all right, if she's not going to win the album of the year, because this album was impactful, you know what I mean? It obviously wasn't as big as like a, um, a Damn or a 444 or Bruno Mars, I should say, because, you know, people talked about it, but it was impactful. Like So you're like, all right, we're going to get SZA back on the best new artist. But it doesn't happen like that. They really just gonna nominate you and just have you looking, looking crazy. You know what I mean? When people get nominated for a Grammy, do you see how they act? Like um, before when when they get the nominations, they're on Instagram showing mad love to the Grammys, doing this, and then it's like for them to come here and just it's kind of embarrassing. Like it's like damn, like I'm here and nominated five times. It's embarrassing. I don't care what you say. Like it's like whoa, like. Why the fuck am I here? You can just keep the camera, just keep showing the nigga's face. I just gotta clap. It's like you remember that there was a time. Um, there's like a picture of J Cole looking mad, mad cheese, mad salty, clapping and the nigga getting award and shit. <laughs> but um, what I really want to talk about and take away from the Grammys is that um, first of all, I, I've been saying this for um a couple months now that Kendrick's the king of hip hop. You know, um, I think that he's just been embraced as that guy. I don't know, he, like. He he's giving a message, politically saying the right things, um, pushing the envelope, like saying things that you you wouldn't expect the guy to get endorsements for, but he's still persevering, getting endorsements, still getting his songs on ESPN, playing for the NBA. He's um producing the Black Panther soundtrack right now. Um, 
he's doing so many great things, you know what I mean? And he's well-deserving of it. Like, believe me, I, I, I truly, I've seen Kendrick come from, come up from, uh, from OD, you know what I mean, to Section 80, like I was a fan. But I just think that the Grammys was on some dick-sucking shit, you know what I mean? Uh, when you, when you, when you get to that point where it's like, yo, like, you know when people always say, what have you done for me lately? I feel like that's the exact mode the Grammys is in, like, they're trying to establish whatever relationship they can. You know what I mean? They know that Jay's not going to put out another album. They know that Jay put up this masterpiece, and that might be that might be it for him. They know Kendrick's going to be that nigga for a minute. You know what I mean? So they're trying to establish this. I don't know what relationships that need to be had at the Grammys or whatever it is, but they they they've obviously given it up and said, all right, Kendrick is the guy right now, and if we pick him, it's a safe. It's a safe pick. Nobody's gonna be like, "Yo, we we fucked up." Like, they they might just uplift us. The new generation, new the new generation who doesn't really know Jay, or even other other like just other songs. It's a safe pick. It's like, yo, he's really he can be set top five in hip hop, top five rapper of all time. You know what I mean? Because he's that gifted. and He's already put out those bodies of work. So it's like they know that it's just a safe pick. It's it's kind of crazy how they let Kendrick get a, a clean sweep, and I'm not saying Kendrick is not deserving. Um, for best rap album, you could have definitely gave that to Kendrick. He was up against Jay Z for four four four, up against Meagles, Culture, Layla's Wisdom, Rhapsody, and Flower Boy, Tyler the Creator. You know what I mean? I'm sure all of them are d- deserving of that. I listen to four four four. I listen to Culture. Those are the two that I listen to out of there. I didn't listen. To, I mean, and damn, obviously, but. Those are all great albums, but he could have that. You know what I mean? Dan was a great album, had great production, features from Rihanna, like um, just it was big songs on there. But when we go for the best rap song nomination, it was Bodak Yellow, Chase Me. Um, I don't, I've never heard of Chase Me in my life. That's basically it's by Danger Mouse featuring Run the Jewels and Big Boy. Never heard that song in my life. Then we have Humble, and then we have Sassy by Rhapsody, and then we have Story of OJ by Jay-Z. Bro, like, how does Bodak Yellow not win? You know what I mean? And I know that maybe the Grammys doesn't want to be seen as ratchet, but I don't... Yo, Humble Humble picked up three other awards. Like, Humble picked up three other awards. Like, I'm very confused. That song was big. It was everywhere as far as the commercials. It was... You know, being playing it around the NBA soundtracks on different movies, it was huge. But I don't think that was the best rap song. I don't think people was really like really bumping it like that. Like the way people bumping Bodak Yellow or even like a Unforgettable. You know what I mean? I guess Unforgettable is not rap, so I guess that can't be there. But that's just I don't know, man. I don't know. I just felt like Story of OJ was a big song too. You know what I mean? But I just felt like if you're not gonna give Jay one award, you could you could give him best rap song for Story of OJ because he definitely told a story and it was a meaningful song. You know what I mean? Like that was a very like yo, that was a very meaningful song and it was just a great song. So like I didn't get how he didn't win there. You know what I mean? And you're gonna give and cause Kendrick won best rap rap performance for loyalty with, with Kendrick Lamar featuring Rihanna. So if he couldn't win that if like you know like it's just crazy. I'm just sure and then he won best rap performance for Humble again over Bodak Yellow, Bounce Back, Big Sean, Bad and Bougie, Meagles, Lil Ver, Lil Uzi, and Four for Four Jay Z. So 
you can't tell me that they weren't on some dick sucking shit, man. Like, they're just like, all right, we know you're the guy and nobody can get at us if we pick you because you're really that guy. And that's, I, I'm not saying Kendrick's not deserving, but they could have broke this up a little bit. Like, Bodak Yellow Nate went nothing. Like, if we're really talking about rap, like the culture, like, you gotta set, you gotta do something new. Like, this was something new, it was a new wave, a new artist. You have to pick somebody like that. You have to do, like, it's just, I'm telling you, this this was weird, bro. Like, and believe me, I'm a big Kendrick fan, but this was definitely very, very, they were, they was on it, man. <laughs> Yo, they was on it. But um, shout out to Kendrick. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad, but for them to really have Jay out there and not pick up one award in New York, sit front row. Oh my gosh. After he gave all that, like, that was like Jay's most honest album. So for him to not win something for that, like, it's just like, wow. They just know that, yo, we never gonna see you at the Grammys again because you're not gonna be having any, any music out here. They, they'll, they'll make it back up on the Beyonce end, you know what I mean? But it was it was crazy because there were so many memes, you know what I mean? Jay-Z was sitting there with um, Blue Ivy, Emery, and Beyonce, and right behind him is Nas and Diddy, you know what I mean? It's so funny because there's like a video of Diddy like telling him, just take a shot, take a shot. Like Diddy just giving him some Ciroc, and Jay's like, nah. But you know the famous, um when Nas and Jay were going at it, it was like, I will not lose you know what i mean <laughs> and then it's like a picture of not sitting behind him and jay-z saying i will not lose <laughs> and the nigga lost all the nominations like yo that shit was funny still but fuck the grammys man. i've never been to, i never was somebody like put all that i understand why hip-hop loves it and wants to acknowledge it because it's a prestigious award and you want to be um recognized by people that may never even pay attention to you ever but damn son like I don't know. They just they was on Kendrick. I saw like I say about that. They was on Kendrick, and Kendrick is an amazing artist. He deserves it all. But I said this last year. You know what I mean? Um, when when like in the future, when people look back at, at the rap game, like yo, they're gonna look back and it's, they're gonna just see a landslide of Kendrick just shitting on everybody. And it wasn't that far. Like it hurts me so much. J Cole's never won a Grammy, and he may never win a Grammy. Like I don't know what he has to do. Like Forest Hill Drive was an amazing album. Um, the what's the album before that one? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Born Center was an amazing album. I don't know what he's got to do. He's got to get. He's got to start tweaking his voice a little more and going yeah, yeah, screaming fat. Like I'm telling you, and I'm not getting at Kendrick, but I'm saying I've always said Kendrick is like the black Eminem, but a conscious version. You know what I mean? So he can play with those voices and do all that type of off shit, but it works. You know what I mean? And then, like, it's just going to be like the Jordan era where you look back and Kendrick was shitting on his peers. So, at the end of the day, man, maybe it's just me. I'm just such a, I love J. Cole so much, but I just see them neck and neck. You know what I mean? I don't see them a landslide apart. But the way the industry makes it seem, bro, it's like Kendrick is really just, obviously Drake is just successful. And, you know what I mean? But as far as, like, the rap and, like, people, like, in the rap game, they really put Kendrick on a plateau above everybody else and I really feel Cole's neck and neck but the accolades I can't argue with it you know what I mean when you look at the accolades and the the trophy cupboard yo Kendrick you you can't argue with him saying yo he's really the king you know what I mean he's really the king of this rap shit and yeah you got to give it up to him you know what I mean but I don't know what my boy got to do to get a Grammy but anyway man fuck the Grammys I've been talking about that shit way too long yo man yesterday I I went to watch Den of Thieves Shout out to shout out to Fifty, shout out to Gerard Butler, 
Oh shit, Jackson Jr. Man, good movie, man. You know I love my heist movie. I love movies like that. Um, yeah, I actually went to watch that movie yesterday, and I, I was on edibles, and that's like my second time ever taking edibles. The first time I ever took edibles, nothing ever happened. I didn't feel nothing at all. But shit that I took yesterday was 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 kind of lit, man. It was some candy ones, and it's like, cause it's candy, you can just eat so many of them, like it's nothing. So I just it was eating them. I had like five of them shits, and I was lit. I was in the movie high as hell. Like I'm thinking that my eyes are closed, but they're open. Like you know that type of shit. But I was just really high. But yeah, the movie was really dope, man. Um, obviously, I I would like everybody to go see it. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But it's a good movie. You know what I mean? Uh, Ice Cube son could really act, man. O'Shea Jackson Jr. I think he's a really good actor. I think, yo, the thing about the funny thing about the movie is Fifty promoting is so crazy. I don't. I guess his money's behind it, but he has a very minimal role. Like he's in it, but he's not like the main main character. It's more of like um, Ice Cube's son, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler is nuts in that movie. He, yo, he's a sick actor still. Yeah, it's a dope movie, man. So I recommend you guys go watch that, man. Like it was actually a really good movie, and the, the twist at the ending is actually kind of funny. You know what I mean? It's a good movie. Uh, yeah, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I remember we was talking about last week. I was talking about how God's plan. I'm like, yo, I don't know if Drake's had that moment where he's had a song that would go number one. You know what I mean? And it's been a minute since he had one of those songs. and just kind of like, fuck it. Fuck what I was saying. But he got one. You know what I mean? <laughs> God's plan is number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like that. It was one of those vibes. Like, it just had that vibe. Like, the anthems that Drake... That was it. Like, that's when Drake's at his best. When when people can just sing his shit and reflect with him. And you can just make you feel like, yo, everything he's talking about, you're talking about. And you're associating with your squad. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's the type of music Drake makes. But, um, shout out to the boy Drizzy. Um, yo, Meek Mill. I don't know what's going on, to be honest. I'm hearing... Like, I... There's two different reports. Like TMZ has a report, but then I just saw recently um, Meek Mill's lawyer was on Angie Martinez, and he was talking. Like I don't know, man. The, okay, TMZ said that, and I, I love listening to TMZ because TMZ is the official deal. You know what I mean? But TMZ was saying the court transcripts got released from between Meek Mill and the judge. You know how Meek said his his judge was trying to tell him to go work for um to leave Rock Nation management and go with one of her boys' management, Charlie Mack, Will Smith's friend. And I don't know. Basically, they leaked the documents. Not leaked the documents. They released the documents, and it it comes out that she wasn't saying any of that. Like, she didn't, like, she wasn't being any, she wasn't being inappropriate. You know what I mean? So it looks bad on Meek's part. But then if you go on Angie, his lawyer's there talking all that shit about, how yeah, the documents came out. And there's more documents about about saying how she's not doing her job properly, and it looks bad on her. He's saying that, like I watched it, but what he was saying just didn't make any sense from what I saw on TMZ. So I'm very confused. You know what I mean? But um, he did update me, you know, give some updates on Meek, saying you know that he's in in good spirits. He just wants to be home, and that it's hard. You know what I mean? Because basically he was showing, like, telling him about how the Eagles played his song when they got um when they won the game to go to the finals. I'll go to the Super Bowl. So yeah, it's like 
a lot of people, people are keeping your name alive out there, but you just want to be out. You know what I mean? And probably he'd be, obviously he'd be at the Philadelphia Super Bowl game. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if Philly's ever been to the Super Bowl, to be honest. I don't know that much about football, but I know it's been a long time. You know what I mean? And me probably never seen that before. And he'd probably be out there with his son, represent his city. You know what I mean? He's a Philly guy to the fullest. He goes to Sixers games, wears Philadelphia 76ers jerseys. Um, like, you know what I mean? He was repping the Sixers when the Sixers was not even good. You know what I mean? So shout out to the boy Meek. Um, speaking of the Eagles in Philadelphia, man, I think, yeah, Super Bowl's this weekend. Um, I, you know, I know because I've been seeing commercials for This Is Us. You know what I mean? I was telling you all about This Is Us recently. Um, cause this Is Us supposed to come out on Tuesday, but they didn't drop it on Tuesday. They're going to make it come out right after the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? That's what they said. So that's how I know. It's on Sunday for sure. But yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a spot to watch that at, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know what to expect. Um, I just expect a good game, and, that, and that's what happens when you're not so invested in it. You know what I mean? I'm not so invested in it. I don't have, I don't want, I don't care who wins. You know what I mean? Either way, there's gonna be greatness. You know what I mean? Philadelphia won their first Super Bowl in a long time with Nick Foles, the quarterback who's not supposed to be popping, and or Tom Brady at 40 years old. Well, lead his team to another Super Bowl again, you know what I mean? And just just put the NFL on on like a different type of notice. Like Joe Montana and all the other guys, John Elway, like hold your little place in that you know, in your Hall of Fame, but there's a, I'm setting a, myself apart from this class. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a, I'm in a class of my own. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, all you guys that was there, Aaron Rodgers. As much as Aaron Rodgers, I like Aaron Rodgers. Like when I used to watch him play, he he done he's done some amazing thing, amazing things. But hey, man, it's all about that silverware, boy. You know what I mean? Especially in the NFL, they don't give a shit if you if you ain't bringing that silverware, you just another player. You know what I mean? So Super Bowl gonna be dope. Uh, my boy, my boy Swan sent me a a video of Floyd um, in the ring in the UFC octagon. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm gonna say this. I will put all my marbles. I bet all of my marbles. You will never see Floyd Mayweather inside the octagon. I don't care how many times you'll see him inside one, but he's never going to be inside one with anybody else trying to fight him. I don't care how many times you see him in one, and how many times he says it. Not even no matter money will make Floyd again because any day, like how much money would he make? Unless he's getting a billion dollars, he's not getting in there. And he's not getting a billion dollars to get in there. Floyd's not getting in there and getting his teeth knocked out. For, for at the, yo, listen, Floyd's forty plus years old. He's rich as hell. His whole thing in boxing was, this is Floyd's motto in boxing: "I'm going to retire from the sport of boxing. The sport of boxing will will not retire me." He always spoke about Muhammad Ali and all those other guys that the legends that he's like, yo, they're legends. They did this. I love them, but they stand there and took punishment. You know what I mean? I w- and, and then after they couldn't, they couldn't, after boxing, they weren't themselves. Floyd's still sharp. You know what I mean? Took minimal damage. Floyd is not going to stand in the octagon and let a nigga kick his face for, for no amount of money. Like, that would that put an early retirement in his career. And first of all, then he will never live that down. Floyd has an ego. And you can't rematch. And you can do it. Get a rematch, get your ass beat again. He's not going to do that. His team, Leonard Ellaby would never let him do that. Al Heyman would never, like, it's just not smart. Even for a billion dollars, probably not, because a nigga will kill you in there. Like, just to put his name on it. Like, a nigga will kill you and say, yeah, I did that. 
You know I mean, Floyd's not gonna do that. So like, what Floyd does sometimes is when he gets, he's like, oh shit, everybody's talking about the NBA, everybody's talking about the NFL. He's just like, alright, fuck it, I need some attention, and he's just gonna run up in the octagon, or he's just gonna make it rain on some bitches. Like that's what Floyd does. You know what I mean? He's gonna just find his way back into the headlines, man. Don't don't buy into this, man. This is never gonna happen, fam. Um. Yeah, I just, I just had to put that out there because niggas is really buying into it. Like Floyd, Floyd, Floyd's smarter than that. Um, yo, the NBA man, the NBA is in a crazy place right now. The twilight zone. Um, injuries are just shaking up the NBA. Like the All Star team is not the All Star team. First of all, like the team that was picked is not the team that's gonna be playing. Okay. So here we are. Um, last week on the podcast, I gave it up to my boy Boogie Cousins for doing some historical things. He had like a triple double with forty plus points. Um, and I watched him go out. Who are they playing? Sacramento? No, not Sacramento. They're playing Houston. Hard fought game. I believe it was against Houston. These guys are trying to make it. Yo, the NBA is so sad and just so fucking cursed right now. Like, yo, so basically the Pelicans are trying to make it to the NBA playoffs. DeMarcus Cousins is trying to make it to the playoffs for the first time in his career on the Pelicans. He's been staying out of trouble. He's selected to become an all-star, starting all-star for the first time in his career. Having career numbers, winning. And then this guy comes down, plants his foot. And it just gets goes to the floor and can't get back up, man. That shit was crushing. When I watched that, like I was watching the game live, that cr- was crushing. Oh man, yo, that shit crushed me. The man couldn't get up, and I'm just like, yo, maybe it's just a regular ankle thing. Then two hours, you know, Adrian Wojnarowski comes out, and you hear it's a Achilles tear, man. That was that was a blow. So that right there was just a blow because that's my boy, and. Now he can't play an all-star game. He's going to be a free agent this year. Um, so who knows? He might get traded from the Pelicans. Doesn't know if he's going to be able to get the money, um, get max money because people have to gamble on He has to rehab. Not going to play an all-star game. Not going to go to the playoffs. Jeez, like that was just a disgusting turn of events, man. And I always, I always, one thing I always said about him, I always said he was durable. Like, I've never seen him get them real injuries, but now he's going to have, that's just a serious injury. The Achilles, we saw Kobe go, that was it for Kobe, you know what I mean? Even though DeMarcus Cousins is younger, but Elton Brand had the Achilles. Uh, Rudy Gay had the Achilles last year. Like, the Achilles is no joke, man. Um, shit is, shit is, shit is, shit is. That that was shit was very sad, man. Uh, very unfortunate, man. Uh, you know, say some prayers for Boogie Cousins. And like, I just wonder what his mental state is like. You know, what I mean, that's when that's when life tests you. It's like, yo, your fucking contract year, bro. Your contract year. It's about to get that max money, and now you got to come back and rehab. You you're about to go to the playoffs. Like that shit hurts. That shit hurts. Um. Then we got John Wall, who. Who just um had to have surgery? He's out to four to six weeks. Basically, he 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 was trying to play through his knee surgery all season, and he just couldn't do it. He kept talking about he wasn't as fast as he used to be. 
So he's going to have to fix that up, you know what I mean? But it's not like a detrimental injury. So he's not going to be an all-star game. Okay, so once again, DeMarcus Cousins supposed to be an all-star team with um, LeBron James and Team LeBron, you know what I mean? So he's not going to be this and out. The snubbed Paul George got his, his spot, okay? And now we got John Wall, who had to get surgery. So he's, he didn't make it. Well, he did make the All-Star team, but now he's not going to play because he's, he's injured. Um, Andre Drummond gets his spot now. So every nigga that LeBron did pick, like, this is not LeBron's original squad. And now, you know what happened yesterday? You know what happened? Kevin Love. Kevin Love broke his hand in Detroit. You know what I mean? The Cavs are playing Detroit. Five minutes into the game, Kevin Love breaks his hand. He's out for six weeks. So he's not going to be in the All-Star game. So now it's going to be a toss-up for Kevin um, Kevin Love. I mean, for Lou Whale to get the spot or Damian Lillard to get the spot. But or no, I think they were saying Ben Simmons might get a spot. But it's just it's just crazy what's going on in the league right now. Um, and this is like, uh, it's like the Warriors. Whatever the Warriors did. And how they've been dominating is just really just affecting the league so badly that GMs can't sleep at night. Like, GMs are really losing sleep, thinking about their jobs, you know what I mean? Thinking about their security, their families. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to pay this, pay this private school, you know what I mean? Because, bro, like, the Warriors shook up the league so much, teams are just shaking. Teams are just, yo, putting every player that they got on the trading block. <laughs> Yo, was it two days ago? Um, Blake Griffin got traded to the Detroit Pistons. I know we all know that by now. And you just got to really look at this like, whoa. Pistons, first of all, okay. They was on like a nine, ten game losing streak. They just gave Tobias Harris the money. Like nothing is like, there is no like, there's no long-term plans in the NBA right now. Every team just realized, hold up. We can't win right now. The Golden State Warriors are too fucking good. Um, and, all right, so Doc Rivers, okay, the Clippers blew it up now. They got rid of Blake Griffin, their prized possession, who's always getting injured. I think he's injured, no, he's not injured right now, he's actually healthy. So they trade Blake Griffin to the Detroit Pistons for Tobias Harris, a pick, and Avery Bradley. I'm not even going to talk about Avery Bradley right now. He's actually on, you know, there's a little allegations that he paid off a girl for sexual assault. You know what I mean? No allegations. He actually paid her off. Just hush money. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, chill, chill. chill. <laughs> nah, but y'all Google that. Yo, he really he really paid. You know what I mean? I think he's married, too. But um, that's neither here nor there. So they trade him. You know what I mean? Hopefully he can get it together because he was stinking up the gym in Detroit. I could smell it all from, all the way from here in Toronto. Um, But they trade Blake Griffin to... The exact same, yo, listen, Blake should have had a no trade clause because, yo, how are you trading a nigga from L.A. to Detroit, bro? This nigga's dating a, a Jenner. You've, like, I, I'm like, you really think Kendall's going to be on flights to Detroit? She's, she's like, yo. I heard, she's like, I like that Tobias nigga now. <laughs> she's like, I heard of that Tobias nigga coming to town. I'm like, why would she, she's just going to get another nigga on the Clippers now. You know what I mean? But. I feel bad for Blake Griffin, man. Like, you just signed a new contract. You could have been out. You know what I mean? You read up. 
and then they just show no loyalty and send you to Detroit. Don't even give you an option. Be like, yo, bro, who could you? Who could we work some shit out with? You know what I mean? But it is what it is. That's the business. Um, I feel bad for Blake again because now he's in Detroit with Andre Drummond, um, the exact same guy who DeAndre Jordan is with less defense. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you have Reggie Jackson running the point guard. So you don't got Chris Paul doing it this time like last year. He's in a like he, but you're, but then you do get the benefit of being in the East and always being an all-star from here on out, you know what I mean? So that is also a benefit. You you can revive your career and get into the Hall of Fame because you're playing in the East. But I don't I just don't see that like him and Andre Drummond is just uh Reggie Jackson. I don't know who else they got over there, but that's just not going to work. Um yeah, man. Every, every like, there's so many players on the trading block right now. So DeAndre Jordan, Lou Will's on the trading block. Um, I hope the Celtics try and get Lou Will. You know what I mean? I hope. But the thing about the the Celtics is that if the Clippers try and be like, yeah, all right, you want Lou Will? You gotta throw in. We're gonna throw DeAndre, and you gotta give us something. The Celtics ain't ain't getting heisted. You know what I mean? Niggas ain't sticking them up for nothing. Danny A's don't play that. I hope we we can tool up, man. Not stop this. Why am I saying we? Listen, I'm not a Celtics fan. That came out wrong. I'm a Kyrie fan. I just feel like the East is so up for grabs right now. The Raptors really could be up for the grabs. It's, it's between the Raps. It's between the Raps and the Celtics. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. It's between the Raps and the Celtics. Cavs ain't doing shit this year. If the Cavs don't do something by the trade deadline, the Cavs ain't doing shit this year. And I know LeBron James is great, but I'm not hearing that this year. Believe me that LeBron don't want to get to the finals and get whooped by Golden State. You know what I mean? They might not even make it past the first round. This team is shit. The Cavs team is shit. It look it's 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 trash. But let me before I even get there, I feel like the Celtics should make a trade right now to make sure of a guaranteed spot in the in the Eastern Conference final in the finals because the way the Cavs are playing right now, the Celtics can beat them. The Celtics just had a great, great match with the Golden State Warriors, man. Steph versus Kyrie. Steph got the best of him, I'm not gonna lie. Steph got forty nine, Kyrie had thirty seven. Steph did take Eight more shots. Kyrie was like 13 of 16. Only three shots missed. Steph took like 16 of 24. You know what I mean? So Kyrie could add 50. You know what I mean? But he didn't do it. I'm just playing. But it is what it is. I'm just saying um, that was a great matchup, even though those two teams do match up well. But I feel like they should retool up because, yo, it's right now, I feel like the Celtics can beat the Cavs in a, in a seven-game series. But with a Lou Williams or somebody, you know what I mean, Anthony Davis or just somebody, you know what I mean, just an extra tool in the kit. I feel like the Cavs, I mean the Celtics would would really book their place in the finals. The Cavs look disgusting, man. They lost to Detroit yesterday. Kevin Love's out for six weeks, so they don't have that type of chemistry. So without Kevin Love, Tristan's going to have to be relied on. Isaiah Thomas is going to have to be relied on. And it's just looking really fucking bad over there, bro. Adam Silver, I'm telling you, he's not liking how the league is looking right now. It's looking pathetic. Injury after injury, your all-stars that you actually got voted in are not even playing. Like, this shit is looking bad. I guarantee you there's going to be like four blockbuster trades before the, the trade deadline. Like four. Don't be surprised. Somebody like Dame Lillard is just like, people are going to be like, yo, fuck. Like, you know you're not going to win. Like, when you look at the Sixers and you look at all these teams that have just young talent stockpiled up, it's like, wow, I might as well just do that shit. Like, I might as well just blow it all up because you're not getting nowhere. Look, oh, man. Um, I, have to, I have to commend James Harden. James Harden, though. Listen, man. If anybody's going to threaten the Warriors, 
it's going to be the Rockets. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if they can do it unless they can get first place and get into the first place and try to have that home court advantage. But these guys are fucking good, man. And James Harden, you know, this they have to give MVP this year. Last year, you know, they gave it to Russ. The year before, they gave it to KD. Um, was it KD? Who, who did they give it to? They gave it to Steph. They gave it to Steph. It was a back-to-back for Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I feel like the Rockets could really do something. James Harden had 60 points. He had a 60-point triple-double. Never been done in NBA before, and that was the. I think that was also the highest um, score points by a Rocket. Yo, he was on it. He was on it last night, man. He was on it against against the Magic, and Chris Paul wasn't there, so you know he had to step it up. And he, yo, he stepped it the fuck up, man. Yo, he. It was a close game, though. Like I mean, he had to do what he had to. It wasn't like he was just gunning for sixty. It was actually a close game, and he was keeping them in it. So shout out to Harden, man. Sixty. 10, oh, 60, 11, and 13 or something. Bro, that's nuts. That's nuts, man. Um, Yo, other day I watched the game. was on over the weekend, Saturday. The Thunder were playing Detroit. Yo, everybody gets hurt against Detroit. That's what. That's the funny thing about it. Um, Andre Robertson's running to the basket. He literally must have been sweat on the court. Slips as he's running to the basket and just lands. Kind of like lands on his ass, but like he flew up before he did that. Both feet. Or in the air and they lands on his ass. He's out. Tailbone. That's that's probably one that's probably is the best defender on this on, on the Thunder. You know what I mean? Uh, you can make a case as Paul George, but having both of them is what makes them so strong and, and like they're high in defensive rating and not having him is gonna fuck up that whole team. You know what I mean? They just lost to the Wizards yesterday without a John Wall. So that's gonna fuck up their whole team. Um the injuries is crazy, man. I don't know what's going on in the league and they don't have too many assets to make any trades, so it's it's looking bad, bro. I, Adam Silver has got to be looking at the league like this is a mess. He's probably looking at the league like, wow, LeBron might not get to a finals. Ratings are going down. Like this is not a good year for basketball. I, listen, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, but it's definitely not a good year for basketball. It's not Boogie Cousins, all these top players. Like not seeing the Pelicans may Pelicans may drop out of the playoffs right now. It's not going to be a good year for basketball, bro. Like, who's gonna be in the finals? That I mean, in in the playoffs for the for the West. Like, you'd rather have Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins than have the Utah Jazz, bro. Like, it's gonna it's gonna be very very weird. Um, Raptors are looking good though. Man, Raptors beat up on they didn't beat up on, but they beat up the Timberwolves yesterday. Yo, I want to say JV man. Yo, the thing about JV is he shows up when it's time to play Drummond, when it's time to play Towns, when it's time to play Embiid. When it's time to play the, the 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 guys in the league that have a name, he'll show up. But when it's time to play the bums like a Robin Lopez or something like that, he ain't gonna show up. Like I love that he he, he puts on his game face for the big games, but he needs to be consistent. But shout out to JV, man, he's definitely playing well, bro. Um, Demar Derozan, he's elite. He's there. Norman Powell had a great game. Fred Van Fleet, man, listen, I love Corey Joe. But that was the smartest thing Masai could have ever done. Shed the bucks and let this young man flourish. This guy is nice. Um, congrats to him. He just had a daughter. You know what I mean? So shout out to Fred Van, Van Fleet. But yeah, man, um, the NBA, is, it's, it's in a good place, but it's in a bad place. The injuries and the uncertainty of what's going on, like, it's very, it's very iffy, man. The Cavs, 
The Cavs thing is not good for the league, man. I know you can't, like, this is a, bro, these guys are not going to have home court advantage against anybody in the playoffs. It's going to be spooky. There's only going to be more, like, I don't want to jinx it, but what does more injuries? What if Isaiah Thomas goes out again? Like, this is, this is looking bad, man. It's looking bad. It's very, look, it's looking very bad in Cleveland. Um, it's looking, it's looking bad, man. Kyrie's probably looking at these guys like, uh, look at him. Like, look at this. I'm so glad I'm out of there. And and I'm sure the league is seeing, I mean, the Cavs are seeing that they, they made a very big mistake letting Kyrie go. Two more years on your contract. You let a top fucking five talent in the league disappear. Bro, I'm just a top five offensive talent. Uh, no, f- fuck it. If I'm saying offensive, if I'm saying space offensive talent, I will say a top two offensive talent in the league. I don't care whoever you want to put. You can put KD. You can put Steph. Whoever you want to You can put Harden. But I'm not taking Kyrie out of one of the spots because left hand, right hand, off the glass, off the dribble, any way you wanted, the boy got it. And y'all niggas saw it against Golden State. Y'all saw it all league. I mean, all year. But I'm just saying, like, the Cavs, you can't let a guy like that go. In, and it also shows that maybe LeBron James overestimated himself and I'm not saying LeBron's not great but you have to understand like, when you let a guy another Hall of Famer another one in the, once in a lifetime player go you really think you're gonna make it work again with, with, by adding three four pieces that yeah you got a couple solid rotation guys Jay Crowder and um and um you know the Ante Ziggich or whatever his name is and then you get um Isaiah you got D Rose but you really think that that's going to be enough to replace a Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's a walking 50. A walking game winning bucket every time you need him. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't, I don't know, man. You can't bounce back from that. And I really think this might be the year, shit, man, that the Cavs just don't even make it to the Eastern Conference final. It'd be just one of those, you know what I mean? Just untuck the jersey and just call it a quits. I feel bad for D. Wade, man. He, he left. He could have went to OKC. You know what I mean? He should have went and go join. The rest of the guys at OKC and made it work and run that second unit to a T. But hey, man, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's looking bad at Cleveland. Uh, another thing I want to know is that how does it work as far as, you know, I mean, I want somebody to hit me up, man, um, as far as the All-Star. So basically, because I know once you're injured and you don't play, you still get the All-Star on your record. But what about the guys that are replacing you? Do they get the all-star on the record too? Like that's kind of like cheating. You know what I mean? If they all get it in the same year, everybody's just getting the all-star to, to their resume, trying to get into the Hall of Fame. But before I get up out of here, man, I just want to say say prayers for the brother DMX Earl Simmons, man. One of my favorite rappers of all time, a legend, but just somebody who just couldn't. I don't know if it's you know this is also Bell. Let's let's talk. Maybe it's mental health issues with DMX demons, drugs, I don't know what it is, man. Like he just can't get clean. He just can't he just can't walk a straight line. You know what I'm saying? And it's it hurts to see a guy, a legend, a guy who has who you know his brain. Like he created some of the most he thought outside the box, did some of the most great things, movies, um, video games, some of the two of the greatest albums ever in hip hop. And then you just see him not himself, really just I guess he is himself because that's who the guy he was. People always said he was this guy, but like, damn, he's going back to jail. And it's from here, we might not see him for another like four or five years because, you know, he's, he's on, he was on bail for this um, tax evasion thing, you know, for the IRS. And one of his conditions was he has to go to rehab and all that, but he also can't be on drugs, also can't drink. But they let him, they let him, they gave him, um, 
some leeway so he can do shows, you know, provide for himself, provide, get, get some money for the lawyers and shit. And DMX is being recorded at the airport, fucking pouring glasses of liquor, buying shots for people at the airport, drunk as hell, just, you know, just doing all that wild shit, man. And it lands him back in jail. And it's like, well, a guy like that that's been arrested maybe over 30 times, gone to jail separate occasions, maybe over 50 times. He just doesn't mind, man. He just It's like he's not here, bro. So it's kind of really sad, man, to see DMX just waste away like that, man. You know what I mean? When you're seeing your peers, like all, everywhere at the Rock Nation brunch, aging. You see Nas aging, everybody aging. You see Diddy and Jay. You see all these guys from the culture, Fat Joe, just aging and just, you know what I mean, growing and being leaders and just being people to look up to. You know what I'm saying? And damn, when you see DMX in these conditions, it's it's sad, bro. Um, yeah, but yeah, man, get up out of here, man, it's gonna be February, you know what I mean, Black History Month, oh man, it's always, it's great to look back at history, you know what I mean, appreciate those that came for us, read a book or two, you know what I mean, read a good book or two, Nat Turner, something like that, Frederick Douglass, the slave, slave narrative or something, um, yeah, just be, be, you know, be happy to be who you are, you know what I mean, it doesn't matter where you're from, but just be happy to be who you are. And always be yourself at all times. But yeah, man, it's your boy E. It's too real. You know what I mean? Hope y'all enjoy yourselves, whatever, throughout this week. Be safe wherever y'all at. Oh, before I get up out of here, man, I'm going to say this. Roni just dropped first first day out. It's been a long time since Roni's um, been on the Toronto music scene. So y'all go listen to him for that. But also, press is out. Press a, press a brick. Man, I just want to say that that mixtape, Press's new, um, most recent mixtape, has aged. Like fine wine, man. I think it's been out for two months, and I, I went back and listened this whole weekend. Classic, classic. Cause I'm gonna just say that that shit is hard. That shit is hard. So yo, y'all go fuck with that, man. It's your boy E. It's just too real. Yeah.